Hey guys, Matt from Back Yourself Fitness here and welcome to the very first Back Yourself Fitness podcast. Exciting times here for us. Obviously, now we're starting into a little bit of podcasting, um, different to what you'll find on our YouTube channel or on our website or on our socials. So hopefully we can create a bit of thought-provoking content that uh, you guys can listen to when you're in the gym or on your way to work or whatever it may be. The Back Yourself Fitness Podcast is all about mastering your own mindset. We're going to talk about your why and question your current approach to food and fitness. Now, I've said for a while, what I do is all about mentality, trying to train mentality for people. Um, You can't just turn up to the gym and hope for the best. You can't just get in the kitchen, open the fridge and hope for the best. There's got to be a reason why you do things. Now, this is going to be different from other fitness podcasts. I don't want to give you your answers. You need to find your own answers. So we're going to ask questions of you guys who are listening and hopefully talk about some things that are a little bit thought-provoking, which will you know, hopefully allow you, you guys who are listening that is, to adjust your mentality or relate to what's being said. I'm not going to give you your why and I'm, that's not what I'm here for. You need to find your own why. You need to find your own reasoning. Hopefully, some of the stuff that we're going to talk about resonates with you and you go, oh, shit, okay, that does make sense, or oh, that's me, or okay, it's good to see they think that what I'm doing is going to work. So hopefully, we're going to reaffirm a few things for people or hit home for a few people and go, okay, time to make a change. Whatever you choose to do, you just got to remember to back yourself. Now, this episode here, I want to go through a little bit. It's basically an introduction. I want to go through stuff for me. I want to talk about why I do things and you guys can get a better understanding of what makes me tick, why I go to the gym and exercise and why I do what I do as a PT. So hopefully you guys get a better insight on my mindset towards how I treat people in their sessions or how I treat myself and hopefully you can pick up a a couple of ideas maybe or it's just go, okay, there's obviously a reason for why he's doing that. After this episode, we're going to look at talking to other trainers. Obviously, we're going to talk to the other two Back Yourself Fitness boys. Um, I want to talk to trainers from other gyms. I want to see what makes them tick. It's all about the fitness industry being here to help people. It's not like I don't want to talk to people from other gyms. That's not the case at all. I I think it's interesting finding out what makes people tick and why they do what they do. There's got to be a reason behind it. I want to talk to small business owners, obviously, being a small business owner myself, I want to find out what makes them tick, what their drive is, why like why are they passionate about what they do. So across the journey, I'm going to talk to a few people, but also we'll be doing podcasts where it's just me having a bit of a yarn. Um, I'll try and stay on track. For those who train with me, you know I can get a little bit um, sidetracked, but I'll I'll make me notes and try and keep on, on topic at hand. And if we can help one person who listens to this, then great, we've done our job. All right, episode one, let's have a crack, hey? So as I said in this first episode, I want to give people a bit of an insight on why I do what I do, and I've just jotted down a couple of questions, and I haven't made any notes besides those few questions because I want to answer on the fly and be as honest as I can be. Um, The questions I've written down all relate to why I train and then why I eat the way I do and why I train as much as I do. And then I look at the PT side of things, like why become a PT and 
my mentality towards planning sessions for other people. But we'll get to that. First part is, why do I train? Now, everyone's going to have a an aesthetic reason why they train. Everyone wants to train to look good. That's why you're in the gym. Um, I also personally believe if you're a PT, you should be fit to train fit. It's pretty simple. You're not going to take fitness advice for someone who you can run rings around. So that's why I train as much as I do. I want to be, really, I want to be the fittest person in the room at all times. Um, and that's not always the case, but that's what I strive strive towards. I want to, I want to be fit and be able to demonstrate and put people through things that I know I can do. And I'm not going to make someone do something that I can't do because how do I know what it feels like? And that's the same for any challenges or any elites that we run. So I'll put myself through all the events or plan out all the boot camps accordingly, having done things myself. So I know exactly what it feels like. I'm not, as I said, I'm not going to plan a session for someone that I have no idea how it's going to work because that wouldn't be doing my job properly. So I train for that bit of fitness so I can experience what's going on and, you know, I use me as a bit of a guide to work out the handicaps or how I need to scale certain things for certain people. Um, but that's that's the fitness reason why I train and probably a little bit deeper than that, why I train too is coming from a family where I wouldn't say we're the fittest people. We're, we're not a family of overweight people, but I wanted to be someone who broke that mold and was the fitness one from my family. It's as silly as that sounds. I wanted to prove to myself that, you know, I, I'm not just going to stand there and blame genetics or anything like that. I'm going to get out and have a crack and be active and live my life to the fullest. So that's why I train. That's why I train myself. How often do I train? I train, depending on the week, anywhere between six and eight times. So if we take today, for example, I'll train twice purely just to rip in and get Monday kicked off the right way. Um, I'm, I'm strategic in how I plan my sessions in the sense that this morning I did a bit of a fitness style circuit and then this afternoon I'm going to go for a run training for a half marathon, but just to get the blood pumping, not overdo it, but still add another exercise session in for the day. Um, There'll be days where I don't train at all. You've got to listen to your body. So if you are tired, and I say this to my clients, if you're tired or exhausted or you know, you're just not feeling it, you don't have to push it because you'll probably do more damage than, than good. So there'll be days where I don't train and that's fine. You, you just got to live with it. Know that you're going to have a, a lazier day and then make, a, make up for it, excuse me, the next time that you train. It's, it's simple. Just because you miss a day of training doesn't mean the world's going to end. You're just going to make up for it next time you do it. Um, Training-wise, you know, if we take this week, for example, I might, might train twice a day, two or three times, probably Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But my second training session for the day will be a run. It won't necessarily be weights. Once again, purely because I am training for a half marathon, so need to get some kilometers through my legs as well. Now, those training sessions don't need to be weights. You could do foam rolling for half an hour, stretching for half an hour. That's, that's a workout. If you're stretching or foam rolling and doing recovery stuff to the best of your ability, 
that's an exercise, like that's a workout. So when I say I exercise twice a day, it doesn't mean I'm doing bench twice a day. I'm not, there'll be weeks where I don't even do bench at all. Um, so you need to be strategic or sorry, I am strategic in how I train myself. Um, how I plan my sessions is pretty simple because I just mix it up. I just, I never try and do the same session twice. I never try and do like a bro split style week where it's chest Monday, back Tuesday, legs Wednesday, whatever, because that would be so boring for me. So I might do boxing one day. I might do deadlifts the next day. There might be a day where I just go for a 15K run. Um, There'll be a day where I might just do hypertrophy training. So just hit the whole upper body, do four sets of 10, four sets of 12, four sets of eight, whatever. And, you know, that'll be my gym bro day. But other than that, I try and mix it up so I never get stuck in the same old routine. Because when you get stuck in the routine, it's very same, same. That's that's what I've found for me. Um, if you can do a bro split, then sweet, good on you. Keep doing it. If it works, do it. But for me, I get bored pretty easy. So I need to keep moving, keep mixing it up. I'm always looking at different things to do. I did hot yoga for a bit just to mix it up, let my body just adapt to what I'm doing and keep it on its toes, really. We don't want to, like I said, fall into that same old, same old habit. Um, I When I train myself too, I don't really spend more than 40 minutes in the gym or 40 minutes exercising. Because once again, I'll get bored. Like I'm not going to the gym for an hour and a half because I would be bored out of my brain. So get in 40, 45, maybe even an hour some days, including warm-ups and stuff. Get in, get it done, get out. If you're doing good quality workouts, you shouldn't need to do an hour and a half in the gym. Like granted, if you're doing strength, then of course you're going to have longer breaks and you should be warming up longer. But if you're just going to the gym and you're doing leg press and then you're doing bench and then you're doing a little bit of treadmill, then you're going to do like it's a bit here and there. You can get better quality out of your workouts. So as I said, for me, if I'm training six to eight times a week, I don't really want to be in the gym for more than 40 minutes. Obviously, if I'm going for a run that's a distance run, I'm going to need to be working out longer than 40 minutes. But they are an exception to the going to the gym for me. Um, get good quality out of your workouts. That's that's the first thing, first and foremost that I see uh, for people, especially when they come in for PTs with me. I have people ask to train for an hour with a PT, and that's fine. Like I'll do that, but I always say to people, start with 30 minutes because we can get a lot of good quality stuff done in 30 minutes rather than faffing around and trying to overload someone in an hour I mean, that's a long time to be training for, especially if it's like, okay, we'll move to here, then we'll move to here, then we'll move to here. I would much rather someone get through 30 minutes of good quality training than struggle through an hour, and you've got to be taking more and more breaks to get through the workout. So, like I said, for me, if I'm training the amount that I do, good quality workouts, I mix it up so my body just doesn't get a chance to settle into same old, same old. Um, but keep it guessing. That's that's the, the best piece of advice I could give to people. Keep your body guessing. You should never just get stuck in the same old, same old because when you do, it's very easy just to slack off and 
I've been a culprit of slacking off in sessions and I still do these days. Like it's okay, but you're not going to get the most out of your session if you do slack off. So that's how I approach my training volume wise and what I do. I just mix it up, keep it guessing. I'm going to have people listen to this and go, oh, well, you're not going to get the results you want if you, you know, if you're doing cardio and then you're doing strength and then you're bullshit. If your body is working and you're having to work hard to get through whatever it is you're doing, you're going to get good value out of your workout. So sure, if you want to put on size, then you're not going to be looking at doing runs or anything like that. Or if you're a straight runner, you're not going to look at doing strength deadlifts or anything like that. So yes, I see both sides of the argument, but for me, I like to mix it up and keep my body guessing. That's just me personally. My food. When it comes to my food, I I food prep my food. I'm a very simple eater. I have essentially meat and veg almost every meal. Um, Some people turn their nose up at that because, oh, how can you eat the same thing day after day? Well, for me, I can. It's, I I guess, a good thing. Um, But I also look at food as fuel. I don't really look at food as, oh, I can't wait to have this because it's so tasty. And I really, I really look forward to the flavors. Like food is your fuel. Um, I eat the way I do to keep my body moving forward. Make sure I eat enough, hit my calorie goal. That's a big thing. Um, but when I food prep my food, or even if I'm buying lunch somewhere, or whatever the case may be, I will think about the protein content of the meal because the protein is obviously the building blocks of your meal. Think about where that energy source is going to come from, and then you know weigh my options up. So if I look at my meals for today, I've already had a uh, pork loin and a big serve of greens for lunch i'm going to do up a omelet for dinner i am going to have oh what do i have oh, i've got chicken breasts and i'm going to have some brown rice and then there'll be another serve of, serve of greens uh, with that meal now some people like i said screw their nose up with eating the same thing but i found something that works for me and i stick to it so i food prep to make sure i have four meals a day ready to roll. Uh, I'll cook enough to get me through to Wednesday evening, Thursday morning, and then I'll do a smaller cook towards the back end of the week just to get me through the last couple of days and into Saturday morning. On the weekends, yes, I do relax, but I still make a conscious effort to make sure I'm not just eating shit. Yeah, I obviously know that there's going to be worse things going in on the weekend than during the week, but I'll still make a conscious effort to not eat like a dickhead because if you do that, you've just wasted your whole week of good eating and your whole week of training just to eat like shit. So don't do that. That's that's pretty simple. People who lock it down for five days a week and then you know turn into the cookie monster on the weekend, that's going to undo so much work and that will just lead to you treading water. So try to avoid that. Like I said, you don't have to be calorie perfect on the weekend, but not eating like a dickhead definitely helps over the weekend. We can break down how I eat more and more, but I'm very simple in the way that I work. Even the uh, nutrition advice I give to people during the challenges isn't rocket science. It's just black and white stuff. You know, if I find for me personally, if I'm having a big hit of greens with every meal and a good serve of energy, be it fats and proteins or you know if I'm doing more running then I incorporate more carbs into my nutrition 
then great. I'm happy. I'm not, I'm not eating sweets and I'm not eating like your deep fried golden trans fats. Obviously, stay away from them, but I'll make sure that I'm putting effort into my food as well as putting effort into the gym because you can't out-train a bad diet, folks. So if you're training your ass off and you're eating like shit, it's not going to move you forward. So smart choices for me when it comes to food, obviously. Greens with every meal is something I strive for and a good serve of energy depending on what your training is or what your work is is a big one. Obviously, you don't want to be loading up on carbs if you sit at an office desk five days a week, eight hours a day. So you've got to find your own nutrition plan, I guess, for lack of a better term. You're not going to just hope for the best off a cookie cutter thing. You've got to trial and error. You've got to trial different styles of eating, different ways of eating. Try intermittent fasting. Try keto. Try cutting out or minimize, don't cut out, try minimizing your carb intake or increasing your serve size depending on what it is that you're trying to get to. And that's that's how you're going to get somewhere. Trial and error. You can't just, oh, the magazine said this should work, so why isn't it working? You got to try it yourself. And if it doesn't work, who cares? It's only been a couple of weeks. Move on and try the next thing. So that's how I approach my eating. I found something that works for me. I'm sure, Once again, I'm sure people will listen to that and go, well, there's better ways you can be doing that, but cool, that's your opinion, that's that's fine. I do what I do and it seems to work for me and yeah, that's how I approach my food. So that's how I approach my eating and how many sessions I do. My mentality towards all of that stuff, I've kind of touched on a little bit. So I don't see exercise as a chore. I see exercise almost as a reward. So I'm pumped to work out when I have something planned. When I don't have something planned, I kind of go, it feels like I'm just training another client. So I'm still at work. So man, here we go. But if I've got something planned, then sweet. I'm a very list orientated person. So I will write stuff down or put it in my phone or whatever and tick stuff off as I go through to go, yes, I ticked off everything I wanted to do today. Um, with my food, like I've said, my mentality is eat because my body needs it. It's fuel, fuel for the body. It's not a food isn't a reward. Food is fuel. On weekends, sure, I might go out and have something a little bit nicer for a lunch or a dinner, or when I say nicer, a little bit more well prepared and worry less about the calorie intake. But that's on the weekend. During the week, food is fuel, and training is your reward. And getting into the gym and putting time and effort into yourself that that should be your time. And it is for me, It's that's my Zen time. I don't have to talk to anyone. I don't have to listen to anyone. I can just get in there, do my thing, listen to my music um, and move on with my day. So that's how I approach my food and training with my mentality and how I plan things out. Um, obviously, if there are any other questions at any time, ask questions. If you train with me or you don't, ask questions and I can give you as much advice as, as possible. Um, but I'm just strictly talking about what I do. And so I just wanted to give a little bit of an overview of how I do my day-to-day stuff. Now moving into why I do what I do for other people. Why why be a PT? Why do I plan sessions a certain way? Um, why be a PT? I've touched on this on the Rutherford Method podcast. So I wanted to, for as as long as I can remember, I wanted to wanted to help people, but had no idea how I was going to do that. And then 
I was training at a a um, garage gym and got offered a job there. And as soon as I got offered that job, it was like, bam, light bulb moment. This is what I want to do. And I haven't looked back since, obviously. Back Yourself Fitness is a massive part of my life doing what I do. Our personal training studios, um, I'm very, very proud of. I'm very proud of the clients that we have and have had in the past. I'm proud of everything that I've achieved and we have achieved now to to this date. We've been kicking around since 2014. So um, yeah, looking back and that, that was a real light bulb moment for me getting offered that job and I wouldn't have changed anything to get to where I am. It's it is rewarding. Um, I'll look at some pros and cons in a little bit, um, but that's why I wanted to be a PT. I wanted to help people, and as I said earlier, being active and um, I was playing sport pretty regularly, so being able to combine something that I enjoyed doing and I was passionate about into where I wanted to take, I guess, my career. Happy days. It just made sense, and like I said, I haven't looked back um, since that point. How do I plan people's sessions? Now, my big thing for Back Yourself Fitness, and I know Sam from Aspley, our Aspley trainer, is exactly the same. We plan all our sessions depending on whoever we're training. So it's not generic session A into generic session B. We uh, There's a method to our madness, as I say. There's a reason why we do everything. Um, and even people who I train who are listening to this, there's a reason why... I make you do everything that I do, um, and that is to help you move forward or to help you work on one of your weaknesses. They may not be your favorite exercises in the world, but exercising was never going to be, yeah, high-fiving. It's, there's going to be some nitty-gritty stuff that you may not may not like doing, but there is a reason for it. Uh, my end goal for people is obviously help them achieve their goals, but to keep them moving and hopefully teach them things about exercises or exercises themselves or teach them things about nutrition that they can take away. Uh, I'm I'm not ignorant about, um, I know people aren't going to be training with me for for the rest of their life. I know people are going to come into the system at Back Yourself Fitness and then move on from us. And obviously, that's what PTs are about. You shouldn't be PTing with someone for the rest of your life. You should be picking up bits of knowledge and learning different things. You should be learning every session, learning how your body works, learning a new exercise, learning how it feels to do something correct or incorrect or feel certain muscles working. So you should be learning from every session and then take that away moving forward. And I've said that to people, doesn't matter whether you're training with me or with someone else. If you're still moving forward, that that's the end goal. It's about improving your health and improving your lifestyle and improving about proving how you feel about yourself. So if you're doing that, then great. Um, But when it comes to specifics in people's sessions, I train people similar to how I train myself. Like I don't like people, I don't like their bodies falling into the same old routine. So I'll use the deadlift and boxing example. You could do back-to-back sessions Tuesday, Wednesday, and it could be deadlifts one day and then boxing the next day. So your body doesn't know what's going on. Obviously, if you're trying to put on size, then I'm not going to make you do cardio stuff. If you're trying to lose weight, I'm not going to make you do strength bench. That doesn't make any sense. Um, I'm also 
not going to make you run when you turn up to your PTs because I feel running can be done by yourself. So there is no point turning up to a PT and getting or paying someone to make them or make you run. That doesn't make any sense. So you're not going to run in our sessions, but everything we do is for a reason. And yes, yes, there will be times when I miscount reps. That's we're human. That happens. But there are times where you miscount reps as well. So that's fine as well. But if you're moving at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you do 22 reps of something or 23 or 20 reps. If you're moving and your muscles are working, that's the end goal. There's nothing in the law of physics that says you need to do exactly four sets of 15 to be successful at this thing. It's you should be moving, you should feel your muscles working, you should feel the burn. And if you get to a point of failure, that's fine. We just drop weights and we just keep on going. So that's how I plan people's sessions. I want to make them learn things and hopefully they can pick up little bits of knowledge along the way. I want to take them out of their comfort zone a little bit, have them doing things that they've never done before. Um, something like a deadlift, I will completely strip down and work on their foundation work and then worry about how heavy you can lift or how many reps you can do because if you've got a shit foundation, your building blocks are going to be rubbish. So people who have trained with me and do train with me can attest to that. When we do deadlifts, we strip it right back and make sure the technique is perfect before we do anything. So a bit of learning when it comes to certain movements. We'll, we'll spend a whole session doing technique. That's fine. If you can take away knowledge, great. Um, obviously now we've put groups on as well across both studios Um, so with our group product you know you're getting your fitness workout in so if I have people who do uh, groups and PTs I can focus a little bit more on the nitty-gritty stuff technique and weight orientated things in your personal training sessions but leave the fitness to what happens in the groups Um, so That's how I approach people's sessions, each individual session. There is a a method to the madness. There is a reason why you do everything in one of our studios. We're not just winging it. We're not just making it up on the fly. Even if it's not written on the whiteboard, I can tell you right now, I've got it planned in my head or Sam will have it planned out. Um, Very much the same with Alex, our group trainer. There is thought process behind everything that we do. So, Once again, if you're moving and you're working on either a weakness or working towards your goal, then tick. That's that's what you're after every session. Um, Last little little question I've put down here for myself is the best and worst part about being a PT. Um, We'll go through the negative first. We'll look at the worst parts. So I don't mind getting up early. That's fine. I don't mind working till 7.30, 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock, whatever it is at night. I don't mind working Saturday mornings. That doesn't bother me. Um, for me, what I've found, uh, found out about training different people is, or the worst part, one of the worst things is people not having that self-belief. And obviously I know that's why they're seeing a PT, but n- not having a crack at something or putting up the, or putting the exercise in the too hard basket before really having a crack at it. Um, that's something that I see a fair bit of. Um, So I've got to work ways to trick them into doing certain exercises and then I can say to them, hey, remember trying to do these two months ago and you couldn't? And they go, oh yeah, you know, didn't realize I could do them. It's a surprise. Um, So that's something I see that's a bit of a negative. People not having that self-belief in their own ability. 
Um, obviously, that's where the business name came from, back yourself. You've got to back yourself just to get through whatever it is. Um, another negative thing that I see about being a PT is I look at people and see their potential. Uh, like the amount of clients that I train, I couldn't tell you how much any of them weigh. I couldn't tell you tell you majority of the ages of the clients that I have. I don't care. I look at people's potential and I look at people's ability. And when those two things don't meet up because whoever it is is, um, I guess, self-sabotaging, then I, that's that's a negative for me. And I've had to have chats with people, you know, the, all right, what's going on, chat? And why, why are we treading water? Why aren't we moving forward? And make them be a little bit accountable to what's going on. But people um, not living up to or not hitting their potential when it comes to their health and fitness. It's very easy just to slip back into old habits and not really give a shit about what you put in or, oh, I didn't go to any sessions this week. Doesn't matter. I'll be better next week. Oh, if I had a dollar for every time I've heard, I'll be better next week. You know, just don't worry about next week. Just fucking get there. Just be at the session and just put in. It's half hour, 45 minutes, an hour of your day. Put in, you'll feel better when it's all done. I guarantee. I've I've heard people say it before. They feel better walking out of the gym than before the workout started. So, if you can just grit your teeth and get through it, you'll be fine. To be honest, they're really the two negative things that I can come up with off the top of my head that jump out to me. Um, people people not having that self belief and then that self sabotage of um, not living up to their potential. The positive things about being a PT is every half hour of my day is different and I love it. Like I, like I said, when I was talking about my workouts, I need to be changing it up so I don't get bored and having obviously a day where every half hour of my day is different, it's perfect for me. So it keeps me on the ball and keeps me switched on. I'm not cutting corners or anything like that. And I know that whoever I'm training only has that half an hour with me so we've got to make it worth it and if we're having a chat and great that's fine if we're stretching and rolling and talking or we're exercising and talking that's fine but there's going to be times where i need people to buckle down and and uh get the job done and really put in but having a day where every half hour of my day is different and you know working with all different kinds of people, all different fitness levels and ages and um, injuries and all that kind of jazz. So it's, I, I love it. Um, obviously, the massive positive about being a PT is being able to help people. Um, you know, I know that that half hour of their day, even if they're not putting in their best effort outside of the gym, I know in that half hour of the day, I can get a little bit more out of them and whether... They want to um, believe it or not, that half hour a day, it'll make a difference if they invest that time in again and again and again. You know, doesn't matter what happens at work. If they get into the gym and rip in, I know that I'm either helping them with their fitness or helping them loosen something up or just vent about their day or whatever it is. I know, I know I'm there to help and I, I love that feeling. Um, Obviously, another massive positive is just seeing people just smash it. Like seeing people realize their potential or seeing people um, not look at exercise as a chore 
and go, cool, this is for me. And they just rip in and just have a crack. And seeing some of the results that we've had, what well, I've had since being a PT, and it's just mind-blowing some of the stuff that we see. Doesn't Like I said, I don't care what you weigh. I don't care your age. It's all about your effort level and your potential. So if you're putting your effort into your training and you're putting your effort into your food, you're going to move forward and you're going to do well. So I've said to people before in the past, I could have four shit sessions or four you know, cancels in a day or whatever and then someone comes in and we have a really good session, a whole mindset for the day and I love it when I see people hit a PB time-wise or fitness-wise or even simple things like being able to lift both their hands up to the same height above their head without pain or whatever, like pick pick any example you want with fitness, you know, being able to beat what they did last time. That That's one of the best things that I can say about being a PT, helping people move forward, helping them feel better about themselves. And then obviously when we get into challenge time, seeing people just smash good results in the six or eight weeks that we do. Um, but with results, just quickly on that, you've got to think, your lasting results will not come off six weeks of hard work. Your lasting results and the biggest transformations I've ever seen through Back Yourself Fitness have come from people who have stuck with it. They've created this healthy routine in their life and they've just made it a habit and made good healthy habits out of it and you know their their weight keeps getting less and less or you know, they can fit into smaller clothes or, you know, we're building muscle and we're making them stronger. It's not an overnight process. It's that hard work, the 18 months or year beforehand or whatever it is, you know, so you got to stick to it. But yeah, I've had, I've seen some pretty, pretty mind blowing results and it's always really, really good to see. And it makes me feel really good about what I do. So podcast number one, done. Hopefully, you know, you guys have a better understanding of where I'm coming from, how I approach things. Um, I wanted to use this first episode as a, hey, this is what I do. This is how I treat myself. Um, This is my thought process behind how I treat every one of my clients. Uh, Like I said, from here, we're going to have a chat to Sam, the Aspley trainer, Alex, the group trainer, um, small business guys, other trainers, other PTs, other gym owners. I want to find out what makes them tick. And hopefully you can relate, like I said, to either who I'm talking to or what I'm talking about or it can reaffirm what you're doing is the right thing. And at the end of the day, whatever you do, be it how you approach work, how you approach, how you train, how you eat, whatever it is, just got to remember, got to back yourself. All right, see you in episode two.